Amen. You may be seated if he's your everything. You know, this, as we were singing and reminding of all the things, you know, he split the sea so we could walk right through it. And in a, in a storm like this, we are reminded of what happened, you know, to the ark, Noah. And also that God, he, he made a covenant and he put in a rainbow on the sky as a reminder of what he can do, of who, how faithful he is. And, you know, every Sunday we come here to the throne and we take communion. But if we read what the scripture says, it says this. This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. We are called to remember. The Lord, he, he wants us to have a good memory of all the amazing things he has done in our lives. And sometimes, one of the things that hurt me the most is when I look outside the church, when I, see, when I look to the world and I see that so many people, they seem to be living a life of victory much more than some of us in the church. Sometimes we, we have everything to be living a life of victory and we're living a life of misery. We feel like we don't have, we feel like we lack. When He's given the most precious thing in this whole world, His own blood, His own life. He's the only one who deserved no death and still he chose to die for you and for me. And sometimes we are complaining, we're thinking that we are so, oh, poor me, poor me. I don't have this, I don't have that. When he has given us everything we need for good and godliness, all the riches of this world, our father, he owns all the silver and, and gold, everything. We like nothing because he's our father. The Lord is our shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not want. I shall lack nothing. Because I have all things in Him. You know, I remember when I was 16 years old, I was telling this to the youth. But I told them not to do the same, okay, parents? So I'm not giving a bad, bad example. But I was telling them when I was younger and I, and I was not uh, at the age to drive. You know, I was, I was always asking my dad, hey, dad, let me drive. Let me drive. Let me drive. He would not let me. One day I decided to get the car and I crashed. You know, sometimes we want to do things in the wrong time and we, we, we get bad results out of it. Sometimes we want things the right on that moment. You know, but our Father in heaven, He knows when it's time to give, when it's time to take. My Father knew that I wasn't supposed to do that, you know, because He knew the law. He knew what was good for me and what was not good for me. And sometimes we are wanting something. We want to have this. We want to have that. We want to have this lifestyle. We want to have that lifestyle. Why, do, why did I have kids so early? Why didn't I have kids? Why did this? What, you know, so many questions we are asking the Lord when we're just, how about us just relying on Him and knowing that He has all the great things for us. And the life we now live, if we surrender to Him, we're living the perfect life. The one that He wants for us to live. You know, let me tell you this. Being reminded of God's faithfulness, remembering why He's done all He did on the cross for you and for me, is a key for us to live a successful life and to live a life of victory knowing that we lack nothing. 
even though we, we look around and people have more than we do, either financially, family-wise, health-wise, whatever it looks like, maybe you, you, your son is not in church. Maybe your son is not connected to Jesus Christ yet. But you look around and you see people with, you know, look, sitting at the pews and the whole families are here. Not only the parents, but the kids as well. You may be thinking, Lord, did you forget, did you forget about me? Let me tell you a testimony. So five years ago, about almost five years ago, I came to, to the U.S. And when the Lord spoke to me to move from my country here, I was, you know, part of me was happy, but part of me was really worried, saying, Lord, what, how come you want me to just go to this other country? How about my grandma? How about my sister? How about my mom? How about my brother? How about the people that I know that they need me? They, they, they somehow rely on me. And my brother back then, he was not doing well at all. My, we just had lost our father two years before that, I guess, or three years. And I was like, Lord, how come? You know, what am I going to do? It's like my brother, he needs me. And the Lord told me, Fabio, I can do more with you there than you can do yourself here. I can do more in your family with you being there. I can do more as God with you being there than you being here by yourself. The Lord, He's the Almighty. He can do all things. And He promised that to me five years ago. Five years ago, He told me that He'll take care of my family. And sometimes in, in this journey, I'll be honest with you, sometimes I didn't... Did He really say that? He would really take care of my family. Because I look at my family, it doesn't look good right now. You know? My family, they're having problems among themselves. Like, the relatives, they're like discussing and having issues. And I was like, Lord, this is not going anywhere. You know, but because I remembered... Because I remembered His promise. I remembered His promise. I was able to stay faithful. I'm not telling that it was always easy. But it was always comforting. It always felt right. Because I knew that the Lord, He's faithful to fulfill His promises. Maybe the Lord spoke something to you and you're still in the middle of this process. Maybe you're still going through it and it doesn't look like He has promised you. Maybe it looks like He's not going to fulfill His word. Maybe you are being reminded of the things that He's not done yet. But let me tell you something. I've been praying. I've been asking the Lord for so much over my, brother, my, my family, especially my brother, because he was the one in the worst situation. But last Sunday, you know, a few months ago, he started going to church, which is a miracle. A miracle. Like sign and wonder. You know what I mean? This kind of miracle. And last Sunday, he was baptized. Hey, praise the Lord. Yes. Yes. And you know, I'm not here just to tell you my story. But I'm here just to tell you because honestly, this is the kind of thing that it's enough for me myself. You know, I mean, this is what strengthens me. This is what blesses me the most. Seeing my family finding Jesus and walking in it. But the Lord, I'm here to tell you this because He is faithful. When He says He's going to do something, He is going to do something. He is faithful. Just be reminded of how good He is. Sometimes, maybe you don't have a specific promise like I had about him taking care of my family. And by the way, my mom is with him in church. Like the family is doing great. All the great things that he has promised me five years ago, they are now coming to pass in the right time. Right? In the right time. Like, a, like the youth they're waiting for when they turn 16. They can get their driver's license and start driving around. The right time for everything. There is a time and season for everything in this life. But be reminded, 
When you come here to the front right now, I want you to be reminded of all the promises. Not only the personal promises, because the world doesn't involve around us, but the world is happening according to all His purposes. He wants everyone to come to Him. He is the center of everything we do and why we do things. But I want you to be reminded that He has a promise. He has a plan for you and your family. He wants to have a one-on-one relationship. He wants to have a community relationship like we have here. That's why we have communion. Because we are sharing the bread. We are saying, hey, I'm one with you. I'm one with you. And I know those who take communion on this uh, row here, usually you can see I have tears on my eyes because I'm constantly looking at your eyes and thinking, Jesus died for you. And thinking, you know, like the different, different faces. I'm so glad we're not all the same. And I see, you know, people from different countries, different ages, different, you know, uh, everything, different backgrounds. And I'm looking and I'm seeing like how Jesus is faithful. He's died for you. He's died for you and for you as well and for you as well. Be reminded of what you already have. Be reminded of what you already have. We have so many promises in the Bible already. Let's go back and read all of them. Let's go back and read what the Lord said he was going to do. He loves us and he, he cares for us. And I'm telling you, he is faithful to fulfill his word. His, his word. He has fulfilled it. He's shown me. But for five years, he didn't feel like he was working on anything. But he's the greatest overcomer. When the devil thought he had won, that he had gotten Jesus on the cross, and now it's a, it's a period. The devil thought that was a period right there. The cross is a period. But Jesus knew all along that was just a coma. Jesus knew all along that was just a comma. Now I'm asking you, what do you think it's your period? Let the Lord transform this into a comma. Let him transform this. It's like, hey, there is something else to be written in your story. There's some more. As you come here, do this in remembrance of him. Do this in the remembrance of everything he's done for us in the cross. Amen. Let's pray together. Can I have on the screen the prayer for everybody to read it together? Next slide, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the glory forever. Amen. Just reminding you that gluten-free island is going to be in the middle here. Mm -hmm.